Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. I am uh, recording this episode a week in advance of it airing. And so this episode will air right after the new year. And I am really, really interested to hear how you felt about my episode 390 this being episode 392, they are a part one and a part two. I talked about in 390, the reticular activating system, something incredibly powerful that everybody needs to know about. And I think most people don't know much about if they know about it at all. And so if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to part one, episode 390, go back, listen to episode 390 first, then move to this one because they really do go in order, and they make much more sense uh, if you listen to them in order. I'd love to hear your feedback at the Vitality Radio listeners community. is a great place on Facebook that you can do that. That'll be linked in the show description below. Or you can send an email off to uh, info at vitalitynutrition.net is one way that you can get a hold of us. You can also hit me up on Instagram at vitalitynutritionbountiful. Uh, that's where I uh, am the most active on Instagram, although there's an at Vitality Radio as well. So I'd love to hear from you on this topic because it's incredibly near and dear to my heart. I believe that this mindset that I'm trying to lay out for you during these emotional vitality episodes of Vitality Radio is the most game-changing thing that I can do for you, period, uh, with this show. I talk a lot about vitamins and herbs and minerals and amino acids and healthy eating versus unhealthy eating and avoiding chemicals and detoxification, all of which are incredibly important and valuable to your health and to your well-being. But nothing is more important to your health and well-being, in my estimation, than your mental health and well-being. And that's what these Emotional Vitality episodes are all about, is strengthening your mental health, getting out of the ruts that you may be stuck in, or uh, the patterns that are holding you back from achieving what you'd really like to achieve. So last week, I talked about the morning routine. I called it that. Uh, I've called it a bunch of different stuff over the years. But what I call mine, and you can name yours whatever you want, it's just that routine to me sounds really boring. I'm not a routine kind of a guy, okay? So one of my favorite movies, my favorite animated movie of all time, is The Emperor's New Groove. I think it's hilarious. Uh, it's uh, you know back in the day when Disney made good movies. And I really, really enjoyed it. It cracks me up every time I watch it. And he talks about, you know, his groove uh, that he steps into in the morning. And, you know, they threw the old guy out, if you've seen it, um, because he threw off the emperor's groove. Well, I call my morning routine the morning groove because it's how I get into my groove to set out to have the best day possible. And when I do this, 
consistently, it absolutely helps. It's an incredible tool. It's very, very valuable. I lay out all of that in the episode 390, The Morning Groove. So the question is, if you've listened to that, you've had a week, maybe, depending on when you heard it versus when you're listening to this one, to test it out. Have you tested it out? Is it working for you? Do you have questions about it? I'd love to get any feedback that you have. Um, This is really, really important to me. There's real value in this. It has changed my life. It has changed my sweetheart, fiance's life. And um, you can hear all about that in one of the other Emotional Vitality episodes, Jen's story. And I'm excited to tell you that during 2024, Jen will be on the show three or four more times, giving parts two, three, four, five-ish of her story and basically how she went from diagnosed and believing that she was a uh, essentially broken individual with bipolar disorder that could never be resolved to someone who no longer considers herself to be bipolar or really to have any mental health issues. And it is truly incredible Except it's not as incredible as it might sound because anybody can do it. I really believe that. So those episodes will be coming up. You'll continue to see Emotional Vitality episodes roll out once a month or so as we move forward through 2024. So morning routine or the morning groove, we've got that behind us. Now I want to talk about what we do at the other end of the day in the evening. The evening routine is a gratitude-based practice, but it's a bit bit different from you know gratitude letters. You may have heard of that, gratitude journaling. Um, I'm going to explain the details at the end of the show. Uh, but for now, let's just examine just how powerful gratitude can be from a scientific perspective And I want you to use the backdrop of episode 390 with the reticular activating system. Just keep that in the back of your mind because that is why I believe gratitude is so powerful because you are literally programming your brain for success, for happiness, for joy through focusing on things that you are grateful for. So there's a guy, Robert Emons. He's a professor of psychology at the University of California, Davis. He may be the world's leading expert on the science of gratitude. He is really fantastic. I really like this guy's work and highly recommend you check him out. Um, He talks about gratitude and defines it as having two parts. The first is an affirmation of goodness, meaning that people can learn to wake up to the good around them and notice the gifts that they have received. But the second part of gratitude is recognizing that the source of this goodness rests outside of oneself. This is one of the most powerful aspects of gratitude. In most cases, and I'm going to give you a uh, caveat at the end of this, but in most cases, the things that we find ourselves grateful for are things that we've received from others, Uh, gifts that we've received from people, gifts that we've received from a higher power, from the natural world. In other words, gratitude helps people to realize that they wouldn't be where they are without the help of others. And there is real value in that, taking us out of the natural narcissism that sometimes is can befall any of us to recognizing that, yeah, we didn't get here wherever it is we are on our own. There was help along the way. Gratitude is more than just a momentary good feeling, though. 
Scientists who have studied written gratitude interventions, such as gratitude letters or journals, have found benefits for an individual's mental health and well-being. Gratitude practices also appear to help you feel more satisfied in life and can boost your self-esteem, according to peer-reviewed research. Now, a lot of what I'm sharing on this show today is coming from an article that I'm going to link at the bottom of this, uh, in, in the show description. It's from a website called Mindful Living or sorry, mindful.org is the site, uh, and this particular article is called The Science of Gratitude. It's a really, really great article, and I pulled quite a bit from it for uh, this episode, so I highly recommend you read the whole thing, uh, although I'm going to share uh, maybe 60-70% of it with you here. So we now know that gratitude plays a role in self-esteem. It also can play a role in humility as we recognize that, you know, we didn't do all this on our own, get to wherever we are on our own, but it plays a role in so much else. Here's a study that I love. In one study involving nearly 300 adults seeking counseling services at a university, one random randomized group wrote a gratitude letter each week for three weeks. The gratitude group reported significantly better mental health compared to the control group at follow-up. That was 12 weeks after the last writing exercise. So it had lasting benefits. A three-week gratitude practice had at least 12 weeks of lasting benefit after the fact. That's pretty powerful. And that, to me, specifically speaks to how this works with the subconscious mind and the reticular activating system that I talked about in the last episode. Another type of written gratitude practice is called counting blessings or three good things. A study of this practice found that people who wrote down three things that had gone well in their day and identified the causes of those good things were significantly happier and less depressed even six months after that study ended. That's also really, really cool. Again, we're setting out on this practice. Initially, it is a practice. And as with all practices, we will get better at it as we go. But this is so cool. It's like what I talked about in the last episode, you know, learning to ride a bike, uh, learning to tie your shoe, this kind of thing. As we practice and it becomes more in our nature to do this, not only will we find greater happiness, but also as a general practice, we will notice more things that we are grateful for. So this thing has very much a snowball effect type of, a, of an action in our lives. As we start to look for the things that we're grateful for, we find more things to be grateful for. And again, at the end of this show, I'm going to explain exactly how I recommend doing this. And it's, certainly you can tweak it a little bit if you'd like, but this is how I do it. And I think it has incredible, um, I'm going to start over with that. I know it has incredible benefit, okay? So um, how does it work uh, in terms of your actual mental well-being? There's some science behind this, and it's really pretty, it's pretty cool, I think. And Actually, once you read about it and hear about it, I think you also start to recognize that not only is it really cool science, but it's kind of common sense had we thought about it before we read this, if that makes any sense. In general, people are more cognitively, cognitively aware of their headwinds or barriers that they face versus their tailwinds, the benefits that they receive. So they're noticing more the obstacles in the way than the things that are benefiting them at the moment. 
by paying more attention to our tailwinds, studies have shown that we can accentuate feelings of happiness, optimism, and positive emotion. Like I say, it kind of makes sense, but maybe we don't think about that all the time. Strengthening your positive recall bias, I love this, by the way, makes it easier to see the good things around you even when times are dark, says Nancy Davis Coe, author of the book The Thank You Project. Nancy set a lofty goal of writing 50 thank you letters to people in her life and found that the practice improved her ability to weather some of life's bigger challenges. At first, Nancy found it difficult to come up with a list of even 50 people to be thankful for. After she got started on the letters, though, the practice naturally boosted positive emotion and she was able to extend her gratitude well beyond her family and close friends. Nancy encourages those writing gratitude letters to find the creative people whose work carries you beyond yourself, whose vision helps you clarify your own, whose talent and hard work have combined to create a body of work that brings you simple joy. I have an example of this that somebody did for actually two people did for me and it's there are there are actually several I'm I have so much to be grateful for for all of the people that are grateful for me it's incredible but a couple specific ones I'll mention a couple of uh, customers that have been pretty long time customers at Vitality Nutrition in our store people I actually know personally um, brought me gifts this year uh, for Christmas now Keep in mind the relationship that we have, okay? These are people who come to me and give me their money in exchange for product that I sell. As a general rule, you would think that this relationship is a little more of a one-way relationship in terms of who should be grateful to whom, right? Like, I should be grateful to them for supporting my family, and I am, but because of how I do my job, I guess, they believe that they should also be thankful to me and that just giving me their money in exchange for my time and products is not enough. They also want to bring me gifts. Now think about that. There's two things that happen there. One, it's for, for all the reasons I've talked about before, these people are expressing gratitude in a very positive way, and that is helping them to be healthier, happier people, like we just talked about. But they're also spreading that out to me, and there's a real ripple effect with gratitude. Now, I am grateful for them beyond the fact that they spend some of their paycheck with me every month. I'm also grateful for them because they understand that I'm putting in a pretty significant effort to try to do this job to the best of my ability, and they have noticed that. And that means so much to me. It means that the efforts I'm putting in are not going unnoticed. And trust me, I know I've, I've had so many incredible interactions with so many of you listening to this show uh, via Facebook or Instagram or the chat on the on the website vitalitynutrition.com or in person or on the phone, it it's incredible, and it does so much for me from a self esteem standpoint, uh, from a gratitude standpoint, from a happiness standpoint, from a I'm so grateful that I have this job standpoint. It's fantastic. So again, the ripple effect is real with gratitude, and it doesn't just impact you. 
it's going to impact others as well. Now, enduring gratitude is not just about happiness and positivity, though. And I think this is important, especially if you tend to have a little bit more of a, you know, cup half empty sort of a look at life. It doesn't require that you ignore or stifle your negative emotions. Robert Emons, who I mentioned at first, writes that practicing gratitude magnifies positive feelings more than it reduces negative feelings. Gratitude helps you see the bigger picture and become more resilient in the face of adversity. I love that, okay? You don't have to ignore the tough stuff in your life. You're magnifying the positive things in your life, and that makes, by comparison, the more negative things in your life seem smaller. And I do believe that in the vast majority of cases, I really believe that the negative things are much smaller than the positive things anyway. But this is a way to prove that to yourself. Gratitude also helps you become more physically healthy, which probably is why you're listening to this show in the first place, right? Now, here's some examples. Research published in the last decade has shown that grateful people, those who have what's called trait gratitude, they're just kind of naturally more grateful, have fewer common health complaints, such as headaches, digestive issues, respiratory infections, runny noses, dizziness, and sleep problems. It appears that practicing gratitude could also help to alleviate these pesky health problems. In one study, a group of college students who wrote about things they were grateful for once per week for 10 weeks reported fewer physical symptoms such as headaches, shortness of breath, sore muscles, and nausea compared to two other control groups. Now, how does that work? Well, it calms the central nervous system. I've talked about the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system, fight or flight versus rest and digest. Physiological changes associated with gratitude are typically a reduction in blood pressure and an increase in what's called vagal tone, that's the vagus nerve, which is taken as an index of increased parasympathetic influence on the peripheral nervous system. So again, parasympathetic, that's rest and digest. This can help you conserve energy by slowing the heart rate, stimulating digestion, and contributing to overall relaxation, which of course can lead to far less health symptoms. This soothing of the nervous system may be one mechanism by which gratitude works to calm the body. A study of heart failure patients who were randomly assigned to either an eight-week gratitude journaling group or a treatment-as-usual group found that patients in the gratitude group showed more parasympathetic heart rate variability, which is a sign of better heart health. So you can literally make your heart healthier as you become more grateful. So here's another one that I think is really, really cool. Strange as it may seem, gratitude can also encourage us to fuel our bodies with more nourishing foods. Research shows grateful people report better physical health because they tend to engage in healthy activities such as focusing on nutrition. We have found that getting people to express gratitude could help them work towards healthier eating behaviors, like more fruits and vegetables and less junk food, says Lisa Walsh, Ph.D., a postdoctoral research associate in social personality psychology at the University of California, Los Angeles. That is 
really interesting. And I it clicked as I was reading that because I'd never read that before as to why that is. And so now I want to get into what the evening routine looks like for me. And this is what I'm going to recommend for you. It's simple. It doesn't take much time. But it is a practice and it does need to become routine. Now, I don't love the word routine, so I call it my evening practice. You can call it whatever you want, but it needs to become routine and that you get it in, get into the groove and do it on a regular nightly basis. If you miss a night here and there, not that big of a deal, but practice makes perfect. And as you go, you can get to the point, and I believe this, that you don't want to go to bed without doing this. So here it is. There's four steps to this, and they all revolve around gratitude. Open your notebook or gratitude journal, and this can be anything. Don't worry about jumping online and buying a gratitude journal. Just a simple notebook will do the job. But I will say that if you want to um, maybe become a little bit more motivated and also have a wonderful keepsake that you can use down the road and potentially even pass on to your children, a nice notebook that, uh, that you really like writing in, that you like the look of, that you like the feel of in your hand, maybe investing 10 or 15 bucks in something like that might even make it a little bit more likely that you keep this practice going, okay? But whatever it is, you can start with a simple piece of paper tonight after you listen to the show, and I highly encourage you, don't put this off, do it tonight, even if you haven't done your morning routine yet. You can start with the evening routine, get that morning routine going tomorrow. Okay, so open your notebook. And this is what I want you to do. Write down three things that you are grateful for. Now, the key here is to try not to repeat yourself night after night or, you know, over time. As much as possible, try to think of three new things each night. It is great to be grateful for a beautiful sunny day, as long as it isn't on your list every single time that you have a beautiful sunny day. As you write things down, or sorry, as you write these things, it will become more challenging to come up with new things, but it will also make you dig deeper to see how many things you really have to be grateful for. Think about this. You do this for a year, and you're listening to this episode at the beginning of 2024, so it's a great time to start this, or at least if you're listening to it when it drops, if you're listening at the beginning of the year, after a year, you'll have well over a thousand items in your notebook just by doing this first step. You will likely repeat a few of them, and that's okay, but do your best not to. Three things that you're grateful for that day, okay? Step two, write down something that you are grateful for that your significant other did that day. This is huge for any relationship. If you are currently without a partner, then pick a child or a parent or someone else close to you that maybe you wish you to improve your relationship with. This can work for anyone. And it can be any relationship. It could be your boss. It could be your daughter, your son, your brother, your cousin, your whoever it is. I love it if you do have a significant other because maybe that relationship is the biggest one that you need to be focused on, right? And one thing that they did that day that you are grateful for. Now, it can also be one thing that you just are super grateful to them for, period. It doesn't necessarily have to be one thing they did that day. 
However, after you start to rattle off a list and you've gone done this for weeks and weeks, you may want to start looking for ones that are specific to that day. And then I would encourage you, if you're in a position that you can do this and want to do this, you can decide if it gets uncomfortable, that might be a good thing. Pushing outside of your comfort zone is where we grow. But regardless, if you can do it, write it down and tell that person what you wrote down about them. Now, you can also do this. I did this once and it uh, went off quite well. You can write that thing down for a month or two months or whatever, and you can write them all down in a, on a separate page or uh, in a card or however you want to present it and give it to that person after a month or two and say, hey, these are all the things I noticed that I'm grateful to you for. Talk about a massive potential ripple effect. There's real value in this. Okay, so step one, three things you're grateful for that day. Step two, one thing you're grateful to a specific person for. Okay, and it can be your significant other or it can be somebody else significant to you. Number three, and this one may be a more challenging one for some people. Be grateful for your body. Pick an aspect of your body or your health that you are grateful for. This is a big one because many of us are all too aware of the things that we do not like about our bodies. But my goodness, people, think of how incredible that body really is. This can be as simple as the color of your eyes, your ability to smell things, or that your heart has no issues beating. I encourage you to think of things that include your appearance also, but also your bodily functions. So, in other words, again, the color of your eyes, uh, maybe the your hair, or the shape of your nose, or whatever it is. That is an appearance thing, but also how your body functions. Be grateful that you don't struggle with um, you know, shortness of breath or that you don't struggle with cardiovascular issues or that your gut health is better than it was six months ago since you started using probiotics or whatever it is. Pick a thing, only one, one thing that you're grateful about your physical body. This is a big deal because I know there are things about your body you don't like. I don't know anybody that can't say that. But again, we are not ignoring those things. We are magnifying the wonderful aspects of our body and we are minimizing the less wonderful aspects as we see them. And it will shift how you feel about that body that you live in. The last one I think might be the most important and powerful one, though. Number four is to list one thing that you are grateful to yourself for that you did that day. This can be something you knocked off your task list. It can be something you said to a friend. Uh, it can be a way that you took the high road in a situation where you could have chosen a lesser path, we'll say. It can be anything. This is a huge key to mental health and well-being because as you start to recognize just how amazing you actually are, you will find self-love far more easily and self-loathing, if you do have any of that, will slowly melt away. 
I 100% believe that this can and will change your life. Even if you're one like me, who generally considers themselves to be a pretty grateful person, I don't really struggle much with gratitude. I am very grateful. I express gratitude often. But when I have dug deep and done it like this, it has created powerful, powerful ripple effects in my life and in the lives of those around me. I've absolutely seen this work, and I believe in it 100%. So these specific practices will be listed in the show description. So if you weren't able to take notes because you're driving down the road, they're in the show description. We'll also post them on the Facebook listeners community page and have these practices for you. It's very simple. It costs nothing and it can change your life. This evening practice is that powerful. I'm telling you, it is awesome. I highly recommend you do it. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode right away, but I'd even be more excited to hear about it 30, 60, 90 days, a year into doing this practice and sharing it with your family members, sharing it with loved ones. This is a game changer. I really, really promise you that. I believe it with all my heart. Short episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope between this episode and episode 390, you find some powerhouse stuff that you can use and that you do use to make your 2024 incredible. If you have questions about anything you've heard, call us 801-292-6662 or jump online, vitalitynutrition.com. We'd love to talk to you either place. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair. And right now, I am incredibly grateful for you listening to me on Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, Go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you.